What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 108 of the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. You've got the two Brandons here with you today. We've got a good episode where we're just going to kind of talk about, you know, what we're doing, what we're playing, what we've been seeing, what we're looking forward to. So there's not one topic today. It's kind of a, just a mix. It's a grab bag. We're just kind of checking in with each other. A little catch-up session. Yeah. You know, might as well let you know what's coming up. We're going to talk a little bit about Resident Evil 8 Village, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, and Brandon just recently played God of War and finished it finally, and I kind of want to talk to him about that because that's one of my favorite games. We Wait, also want to... I'm not going to give you fucking like props for giving me your old PlayStation 4. I feel like that's a veiled just attempt at I, like... It wasn't, but I mean, I mean, you mentioned it, so success. Oh, thank you for giving me your old PlayStation yeah. 4. <laughs> We do want to talk about uh, briefly the new mutants that we both finally saw. And then new we, mutants, more like old mutants at this point, right? I mean, dude, remember how long ago like that movie was supposed to come three out? Three years or something. Yeah. And then, like last year, they just said, "Ask it." Let's just did you release it? And then we said, "Ask it." Let's finally talk about it. So, boy, if you uh, love three-year-old movies that didn't really impact one way or another, you came <laughs> to the right place. Am I right? And we'll talk more about that and a few other things along the way. But first, every episode, usually every episode, 100% of the time. Usually 100% of the time. <laughs> I like it. Usually 100% of the time we have a fake sponsor. And today... Well, I mean, obviously we're, no growing, we're growing. We're successful. You don't do 108 episodes and not catch someone's attention. And in the podcast world, uh, time is money. And people want to spend their money in order for our precious airtime. They have products and services, goods and services, services. <laughs> that they want to tell you about. Yeah, this comes from the National Gasoline Consortium of, of the United States of America. The National. This is like, <laughs> this is a, you know how like, remember those old milk commercials? And they're like, just repping milk. Like, go drink milk. And you're like, yeah, but aren't you going to tell me which milk to drink? And they're like, no, no, no. Just, just go drink milk. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Suck it out of a cow's teeth. We don't care. I, I vividly remember and that. that's sort of what the gas con- National Gas Consortium of the United States of America... What is a consortium? Do you mean consortium? Is there... No. Is it not pronounced consortium? No. That word might be, but I'm thinking of consortium. Help right us. Into us at randomfandomcast.gmail.com. Really? Is it consortium or consortium? It's none of those things. <laughs> I can tell you that. Okay. But I'm sorry. I digress. So here it is. Okay. Hi. If you're like me, you've been wearing the same old clothes for way too long. The best thing to do is start fresh. Get a whole new wardrobe. And when you do, we have a product to help you get rid of your old clothes. It's gasoline. Just one or two gallons of gasoline and all your clothes are gone within minutes. See, gasoline burns at 1,500 degrees, making it what is called a universal solvent, meaning it can pretty much solve any problem. Still, you might not be sure. Okay, so let's say that when you get your new clothes, the cops consider it to be an armed robbery just because you were holding a chainsaw. And they're also claiming murder just because, you know... The murders. Now the cops are headed to your place. Don't worry. 
Once again, gasoline can save the day. With just a single five gallon container of gasoline, you can get rid of your entire apartment and all the evidence within. Hmm. See, universal solvent. Just add fire and poof, your problems are solved. Getting rid of old furniture, gasoline. Cleaning your yard of leaves, gasoline. Your ex has a new boyfriend, gasoline. Hamster, gasoline. <laughs> Look, I can go on about the universal uses for gasoline or petrol if you're nasty, but I want you to try this for yourself. With our money back guarantee, if you aren't satisfied, you will not get your money back. We guarantee it. Gasoline available wherever you find gasoline. Dang, I, you know, I never thought about it like that. And do you mind real quick? Mm-hmm. Consortium. Yeah, it's a consortium. consortium. Okay. What were you saying? A consortium? I thought it was consortium. How long have you been stupid? Are you successful in life? A long time, I guess. Are you successful in life? No. Oh, okay. Not really. So Should uh, I be? Should I try for that? Well, I mean, there's a consortium for people like you. <laughs> An association typically of several businesses, several business companies. Oh, so... This is like... If I had the definition right. Yes. I mean, they they had the definition right. And that was so nice of you to rep for them. Yeah. So if you uh, need any of those problems uh, solvent, solved, solved, solvently solved, uh, check out the National Consortium of Gasoline from the United States of America. (laughs) And dude, while we're at it, you want to just pledge allegiance real quick? (laughs) I just feel oddly patriotic when I hear about... Gasoline Fire and gasoline and burns and hamsters and all that good yeah. stuff. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed uh, that because if not, then, uh, then what are we doing you this just fast forwarded to what we're going to talk about next. Where should we start? We have what, a lot to talk about. I, you know what? Let's start with Resident Evil because this is something that you just finished. I, no, I, I finished it like three weeks ago. Well, okay. We're it's just been now, a while. It, we're, yeah. now, we're now just getting to talk about it. Totally fair. I've seen... Uh, parts of this video game. Yeah. And I've seen it on a PlayStation 5 on an incredible television. and In person? Yes, in person. Yeah, I went to another friend's house and, and he had it. And I was kind of one of those things. I was like, before we leave, can I just see this for like 20 minutes? I did? And yeah, and he whipped it out and I was like, it's okay, don't put it away for 20 minutes. Okay, yeah. And he, he just started playing the game. And, and the game is gorgeous. I mean... Absolutely gorgeous. Yes. And especially when you're talking the, the, the high-end consoles and high-end televisions. So from what you saw. Yes. Which was one of the best ways to possibly see it, it sounds like, at least in a, a small setting. What are you more inclined to want to play it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what... So um, this, I think, is the perfect mix for me. My personal preference is a little bit more on the action side than it is on the horror side. Mm-hmm. And I think about Resident Evil 4, right? Like, that is my favorite of all the Resident Evils. Yep. And I liked these past first-person perspectives, but um, I think if you can find that perfect fusion, then that's what's going to really speak to me. Yeah. And though I haven't played it, from what I understand, that's exactly what this game does. Cool. So, uh, listeners, Brandon, I'm going to take you down a spoiler-free, and if I accidentally spoil something, just know it's not intentional. Uh, I'm going to take you down a little path and give you my 
feedback. Now, like I just said in our last episode, I started playing Resident Evil from Jump. Uh, 1996, my original Sony PlayStation. It was in freaking eighth grade. I haven't missed but one or two titles all along the way, all along the years. Were they like those odd ones, like Zero or... No, I actually like Raccoon Chronicle, Chronicles or whatever. Operation Raccoon City. Operation Raccoon City. Trash fire game. Yes. And I'm not too... Uh, but you even played it. You even tried it. I didn't buy it, but yeah. But if, if I haven't played it, I've bought it. Or <laughs> If I haven't bought it, I've played it? Yeah. Uh, yes. Whoopsie. Yes. Whoopsie. Um, yes. I really liked 7. I remember a lot of people like, what? This isn't Resident Evil. And then people like, oh, this was cool. Though it had some problems, it had some narr- narration issues, pacing was a little off. It was scary. I remember it bringing really it over was. here, and it scared the shit out of me at points. I was just like, what is going on in this game? There are some criticisms of Seven that I felt, that I've heard you verbalize, I'm not going to tell you because I don't want to spoil the thing, that are made so much more clear with this. It is a direct sequel, though it it's from you know the trailer. Are you story-wise or gameplay-wise? Story and gameplay. Like, for example, how he can staple his arm back together? I knew you were going to say that. It all makes sense in this game. Okay. At the end of the game, I was like... So, let me just backtrack a little bit. I, for the first time, and I know I've said otherwise, but I just want to have this game ready to go day one. I did not want to go to store. I didn't want to go do curbside pickup. So, for the first time, I did a full $60 purchase digitally. And it was so nice. I downloaded right away. It is nice. And like when I was telling you, then every time I'd click on it, it would say, oh, you're excited to play this game, but you have to wait till 9 o'clock, um, whatever, the the eve before midnight of the day of the release. Um, so I put 10 hours into this game the first weekend. And I finished it shortly thereafter um, in that coming week. I've since gone back and played it twice more because I'm tra- tracking down achievements and I want to play it once on hardcore mode. I'm almost completely done with the achievements and some of them are mm. like stupidly impossible. Wow. And yet I'm finding like a way and a few little YouTube tutorials along the way. This game is freaking awesome. Mm. Not only is it a success in and of itself, but it some of the things that just didn't quite work for me or make me go, well, that's kind of strange about Seven are made clear and explained in this and tied together. It, it's like a direct sequel, again, in the way it plays. There's so many little things for like long-standing Resident Evil fans, and then there's so many new things for future Resident Evil fans. Hmm. And it was just awesome. It was emotional. It was confusing. It was action. It was fun. It was silly at points. It was creepy as hell at points. It was all over the place, but in a focused way. Like if you if you see my meaning and there's like no- like it took the best of all the Resident Evils in the past, it's, meaning like the silliness of it, the horror of it, the action of it, and it packaged it well. It yes, sounds like yeah, and it never felt out of its element except for one part near the end, which is a little contentious upon what I've read online. I don't think any part of it was bad. It just felt a little out of place. But for the greater purposes of the story, it existed, and I'm largely okay with it because it did not last long. You'll see what I mean. I'm sure you'll be able to see what I mean when your time comes. I would fully recommend not missing this game. Yeah, Um, I won't. I will play it. And they have a Mercenaries mode, like 4 did, Uh so it's drastically different, but it's still along those lines, and it's fun. The first person felt so natural in this game, too. I think 7 had the 
almost disadvantage of changing the format. So a lot of people were resistant to it. R-E, get it, resistant. Um, I don't know. They really tried to emphasize anything. Well, yeah, I mean, they completely, yeah, having completely changed the format, you're going to, it's going to be a little stiff, right, in certain ways in the gameplay. And yes. then when you, when you have an entire game and everybody kind of goes, oh, well, I wish it was a little bit more fluent in this, or, or fluid, excuse me, in this way, or mm-hmm. uh, f- faster or slower in this other way. They can make those tiny tweaks, just those like quality of life improvements to gameplay that make all the difference. So The, the voice acting in this yeah. game was great. The, the character models were impressive. The art design, for lack of a better term, not, I'm not trying to sound like I'm using insider terms, but just the way this game looked, from setting to character to weapons, Everything, whether it's in near focus or in the, the, the way out in the field of depth, looked amazing. Of course, it benefits from being on next gen. Um, and I have an okay TV. You know, I spent almost a thousand bucks on my TV. I'd yeah. like to think it's okay. It's not like some three thousand dollar eight K in home mega theater. Which, but, by the way, that is the TV I I saw. It yeah, on. I oh, I saw it on a top tier TV. Yeah. And every time I see his TV, it is noticeably better than mine. Yeah. Which when mine you love a, weed that a much, you want a good TV because you're going to be parked in on your couch a lot. <laughs> mm, love AK. Yes. <laughs> and we. Um, all that to say, this was an awesome Resident Evil experience. Resident Evil is on such a roll, like revitalizing their, their brand. Yeah, good for them. And of the movie, hopefully, Welcome to Raccoon City, when that comes out, hopefully it won't be anything like the ass-sucking. Welcome to Raccoon City. Isn't it called Welcome to Raccoon City? Is it? I One didn't night know. in Raccoon City. I don't know. But yeah. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh, I am. Does hopefully not have slow-mo Milo Jovovich. Hey, I, I actually, I will defend the first Resident Evil movie. I think that... There's a little to defend about that movie. I think it, And then after that... Yeah. I think it what? did a good job of telling its own story while being in that universe. But God, it went off the rails. So... I am super excited for where we're going after this game, too. And uh-huh. the end really got me. It was emotional, like oddly sweet and like sad. And it was just a good game. And just it never like lets up, even though it changes pace a lot. It probably felt like the least amount of backtracking I've ever done in a Resident Evil game. Hmm. Like, oh, I have to go get this key from this puzzle. It keeps you on a path. But yet, it's not like... Well, it's Resident not like, Evil 4 didn't do much backtracking either in yes. that same way. So, so and this is, this is genuinely an authentic thought to me, though I've heard, whether in podcasts or YouTube comments or whatever, other people say this, and I agree, but it's not like... I, I had the thought first, having played it through several times, it's the best parts of 7. What I liked about 7, the scariness, the first person, the vanilla character you never really get to know anything Ethan. about who right. yeah who totally comes to life a lot more in this game um even though you still never see his face <laughs> and they go like out of their way to like let not let you see his face i'm like okay now you guys are just being f- ridiculous it's just kind of the thing they're like yeah we don't like ethan so you never get to see his face <laughs> even when you do photo mode he's just a a, a torso and legs really cut off his head <laughs> yeah that's weird apparently like there's a bunch of easter eggs on like some like YouTube channel or sorry, there's a thought that I saw on some YouTube channel. Like you, if you zoom in like a hundred times in one particular scene, you can see a reflection in someone's eye of his face. I'm like, stop, who cares? <laughs> All that to say, that's an improvement, but it, it's the best parts and the things I liked about seven with the almost not to the same, like frantic pacing that four had at times, but upbeat 
blowing heads off. It's just an awesome game. Yeah. I am secure in saying that next to Resident Evil 4, to the remake, this is my... Somewhere along those, I'm not going to say more than, less than, but that's the remake of 2 and 4, and this game stand out as my Hmm. favorite Resident Evil games. Good. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to playing it. I would love to have borrowed it from you, but you downloaded it. Right. So I know. And like I said, that betrays now, my code. But Now I, I've got to go spend my 60 bucks. It's worth it. Dude, it, it's it's worth it. Yeah. Give, it. give it to me. I'm worth it. I might just... So, I mean, I, have, I feel like I have a, a lot to play right now that I have already purchased or already have. And I think that what I'll do is... Play through those, and I, so I'm playing Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Mm-hmm. Just, it's on uh, Games Pass. No, no, you went and bought it. I went and bought it. Was like twenty dollars? So, no, it was sixty. No, I mean it's, it's all three games. Was it sixty? I think it was sixty. So was, what I said is not games. wrong. Then it's twenty dollars a game. Ah, there you go. Oh wait, did they throw Andromeda in there? No. Suck it. Yeah, no, good. No, nobody wants that. It's it's all three games remastered mm-hmm. not remade so the the beats are the same yes this, but just the, the, the packaging exactly. the presentation and it looks good i think they and they did you know more once again quality of life improvements on movement and um got rid of a lot of the clunkiness they took took uh some of the ways of gameplay from two and three and added it to say one and they improved the driving mechanics they, they did a lot of these improvements that make the game feel it doesn't feel like it's a new game it makes it feel like it's like a a last gen game not a couple of generations ago uh but it's it's one of those things mass effect has always been one of those things where i played two yeah and then i but i honestly don't remember much of two and then i played three and i remember more of three for some reason maybe because it was more recent in my mind Mm -hmm. but one was always one of those games where i played it and i remember not really liking it i remember it being slow for me Mm -hmm. i remember not liking the controls and story was awesome gameplay left a lot to be desired but and at the time i wasn't as into story as i was gameplay yeah i just wanted to blow shit up yeah and now i think i'm the other way around like gameplay obviously matters but I, I do love a good story. And so I thought this was a real good opportunity for me to jump back in and kind of re replay one. Because I don't think I ever finished it. I'm, I'm almost positive I never finished it. I just, I think I kind of tried it a little bit and then left it. Yeah. And this is my opportunity to play that again. I'd love to go through number two and number three again. But those three games, I mean, that is a shit ton of hours that I'm going to be putting into these. And so by the time I'm done with this, then maybe I can go buy Resident Evil 8 be on sale for like then. 40 or 50 bucks maybe. Yeah. Honestly, was it, was I don't, it 60 I, or 70 bucks when you bought it? I bought it for 60. I really... Okay. It's 10 hours. It's funny because people are like, oh yeah, it'll take about 10 hours. My very first playthrough, 10.03. Yeah. And I didn't... Like right on the And money. I didn't purposely go search anything out. I just played authentic to what I was trying to do. So I would really encourage you, just like you can knock it out like in a few days if you, you know, yeah. conceivably, not you with the lifestyle you're living right now, but yeah. you could you could do that and almost do both at the same time, just like flip flop every other time. I would encourage you because I really don't want to wait that long to talk to you about Resident Evil. Uh, I know I, it's, but see, here's the thing: I I have 
really wanted to play Ratchet and Clank ever since I first saw those previews, and now it's out. So I have to decide after Mass Effect. Like, say, maybe I play Mass Effect 1. Yeah. Maybe it's the best way to do it. And then I move on to something else instead of playing all three. Yeah. And then I'll go back to Mass Effect number two and three later. But I, I'm not sure if I want to play Resident Evil or Ratchet and Clank next. Oh, yeah. Ratchet and Clank. You want to play... Dude, the games are just awesome. I know. <laughs> it's it's ultimately such a nice thing to have. So, um, speaking of awesome games... Yeah? So, God of War is one of those games that I have always loved. The new, the newer... I mean, I loved all the God of Wars, but sure. the newest God of War is incredible. And I always wanted that to be something that you experienced for that same reason that you wanted me to play Resident Evil is that you want to talk about it. And no, you actually... You were console exclusive. I didn't have a PlayStation. No, I know. You but I mean, I always wanted you to play it still. I, I like, I, you know, there were multiple times where I was like, oh, you should borrow my console just so you can play it. And that never came. But you finally played it. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to get your thoughts on it. It is a, a very landmark game. It still felt at times that it was an incredible story that didn't quite have the gameplay to match. Hmm. I felt like at times it was just a basham. And I get that they tried to introduce RPG elements of you know crafting this or finding this to up these skills or how are you going to spend your points. It didn't feel like it made a difference. Ultimately, it just seemed like a reliance on Smash and Bash, which the God of War games all before pretty much were. Mm-hmm. You know, you could do combos and stuff like that, but... And I, I like that there's a shield. I like that there's different weaponry. Mm-hmm. I like that there... The axe felt good, you have to admit that. Oh, that, that, that's, that's money. Yeah. If they abandoned that, if going forward, if should they ever do more games, uh, that would be really sad. I thought as far as pacing, as far as story, as far as just having this weight on you the whole time, it was amazing. Like, it was one of my... F- favorite and it's not a particularly long game no and but there are and it it, it, i feel like it's well paced if not maybe almost at times a little too slow what and this isn't a, a knock i just i never got a sense of how long the game actually is in terms of the story like, is this just over the course of a really long day? I remember day? we were talking about that, and you were like, yeah. oh, I'm pretty pretty sure I'm almost done with it. You told me where you were. I was like, you are not almost done with yeah. it. Um, ultimately, it, it's by far, like, the best God of War game. It's by far one of the best games from last gen. Um, I, I don't have a whole lot of PlayStation exclusives to... But I mean, to, gaming to, in, in general. I mean, you can compare it to all the others that you have played. I know you love the game, like for yeah, sure. No. Say say what you think, though. I, I just I was a little. Did you expect more? Is that what and, it was? and I don't know if that's inherent just on me or everything else I've heard about the game. And there's something to be said about getting to a game three years later. I get what everyone's talking about, like like it it stays with you, like for sure. But I'm gonna have like no desire to go and play it again. But maybe that sometimes that's all you need is just one playthrough, and it just that's enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, and I don't want to keep comparing it to uh, Red Dead, which I know was the other big game that year, um, 2018. I just never felt like I developed the same way I did with Arthur Morgan and crew. 
Um, I felt like sometimes like the the storytelling between Kratos and his son felt a little fast. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's super cold to him, and then within like like ten minutes, he's like trying to put his hand on his shoulder. I really wish they would have gone more into the the, the um, Atreus's mom. Like that felt like it was just such like mm-hmm. the catalyst for the story, and they never really went back to it. Only like in quips and lines. Um, I, I get that it was about the father son dynamic more than anything, but 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 the, it was all a he l- didn't like line. his son until like the mom died basically. And who was the mom? You know, I never really got a, a strong sense of that, even in in storytelling. I, she was a giant, right? I guess. Then why did she only have a, a regular size casket? Um, it was. It How was, did they not know that when she's forty feet and he's trying to like, have, like romance her? Yeah, anything beyond that too. Um, very impressive game. Yeah, very impressive game. Great story. I just the gameplay, like I said, didn't seem like the story deserved better gameplay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I get that. Yeah. I th- yeah I get that I I like the gameplay myself but I think that it was really good for the first of that new bre- it's it's like Resident Evil Seven and Resident Evil Eight right Resident Evil Seven really did a great job changing the way the game is played mm-hmm. Resident Evil Eight perfected on that even more I think that's the way God of War is going to be God of War changed the complete completely changed the way that the game is played and i think that whenever they come out with a second god of war which they're making right now i think that they're going to fix a lot of those little uh little things that improve the the gameplay yeah. significantly and and make it to add more variation to what you're doing and um i mean i didn't really have a problem with it when i played it but i i get what you're saying and i think that on the next time around i think that you'll probably have a better time probably it was it was an amazing game. Um, I'm excited to play the other games that uh, came with my free bundle from you. Thank you. Um, what are you gonna play next? Probably Spider Man. Good. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm feeling I'm feeling froggy, Spidey. That that's yeah, Spider Man is such a good game. I've yeah. played that so many times. Yeah. Um, as far as like the way God of War played out between just seamlessly blending gameplay and cinematics and never, you know, stopping deserves all the credit in the world that was really cool it was yeah. one of the most adult feeling games uh, i've played and polished sure. as hell oh dude so clean yeah i wonder how it looks on ps5 so let's move move on from that that we talked about resident evil we talked about mass effect talked about god of war yeah current old new yeah it's yeah. what we're playing well, yeah we're just catching and, up yeah and i love how you're like current old new it's, it's something like mass effect is both it's at the same time weird how does Um, it work let's move on to a movie that is old and new as well yeah Uh, and i do not let me just preface by saying a no spoilers b i don't want to spend too much time on this yeah also c who cares because it's because of (laughs) c who cares (laughs) so we both saw new mutants was it amazon uh no hbo hbo i only watched it because it was the second day after my second COVID shot and I was still feeling sick as hell and I was just like what could make me feel worse <laughs> no well I didn't know that going in it, obviously this movie got abandoned it did it did so totally. how could you expect noticeably much? so yeah the story in this was so uninspired yeah the characters were uninspired and the relationships 
were forced we're and forced. just out of nowhere and yeah. like not really built up and it's like how can we care when clearly there's no chemistry with the characters and they're just like oh by the way yeah you guys are in love now and i feel like they had good actors yeah to play the parts and to what normally i think these actors could have brought these characters to life and brought these uh the relationships to life i feel like the story and the way they were written and the directing stopped that from happening right yeah and uh yeah new new mutants is is one of those things that a long time coming but not to the point where everybody was super excited when it finally came. Yeah. But to the point where everybody forgot about it by the time it yeah, came. Yeah, it's exactly. Oh, like, oh, yeah. Wasn't, what was that? Wait, wait, didn't that come out in like 2016? Wasn't that out? No. Already? Oh, it just came out? Wait, why did I, why do I remember seeing a trailer? For you can that? see wow. now if this was any indication of what we missed in theaters, why they just said, ah, screw it. I think there's a handful. Well, and who knows? It there was other like reasons a... that it didn't come out when it did, and I don't Sorry. remember what they all are. But um, and then, of course, the pandemic, and you know, for a very ultimately generic movie that just was like, "What are we doing in this movie? What is going on?" Had really good special effects, I thought. Sure, that it was, did. That was pretty much it. And I will say that there were really cool parts, like when that um, what's what's the the joy uh... Anna Taylor Joy. Hannah Taylor-Joy. I cannot tell you her character's name because I don't remember any of the characters' name. Um, it was Ileana Rasputin. Was, I'm looking it up. but Yeah. It's nice to have like a, a name of a character in your head before you jerk off at night. Just like something to kind of like have a mantra to, to like motivate you. And I know you have a thing for her. Oh, she's... Yes. She's 20. That's why. Right. Is she 20? She's, she's only like 20. 20. She's like 24. I mean, she's... Yeah. I just think she's very, very pretty. Uh, yeah, Ileana Rasputin, but I don't see her comic book name. Anyway. Scorcher. <laughs> she had her moment, though. Like, I feel like yeah, they tried cool. to give each character this cool moment, and the only one that stood out to me was hers, mm-hmm. when she had her cool dragon and her sword, psionic sword, yeah. whatever. All were, in all, though... Were I these did... mutants just, like, really... A thing, or were they just made for this movie? Because I I don't know who it is. No, are. they're real characters. Oh, okay, Ileana Rasputin is. Uh, Let's say it, they're they're not known, very well known characters. You're like deeper in the down the comic rabbit hole if you know who these guys are. Yeah, well, they're not yeah, Rogue I mean, and Storm I guess and, I, <laughs> and Wolverine. Yes, they're not the main characters, but Ileana Rasputin is uh, Colossus's sister, if I recall. Oh, okay. Now that you say that, yeah, that does sound vaguely familiar. Like all that is. Yeah, from the comics, obviously. I remember I said you didn't want to spend a lot of time on this. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In summary, if you are sick with COVID and... Or recovering from your COVID shot, like I was. Or recovering from COVID shot, go ahead and watch it. Otherwise, if you've got better things to do, don't. Pretty much. And that's unfortunate. There were some cool moments. Ultimately, this was just a, huh, movie. Yeah. 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 I'm glad I saw it, though, because I like to support all things X-Men-ish. Yeah. And this just wasn't it, unfortunately. But it was harmless because did you spend any money for it? Nope. Yeah. Just have to take an hour and a half of your time. But like I said, I was grossly feeling sweaty on the couch. So was that no additional cost to me? (laughs) Well, let's end this with what we're looking forward to. Yeah, there's a few things on the horizon. I think uh, just recently Loki started. Yeah, I haven't watched any of that. I'm... 
I'm going to let a few episodes yes, accumulate. That's exactly so what I was going to say. That way I'm not doing the blue ball thing from week to week, just waiting for 45 minutes. Yep. If, if this was The Mandalorian, which has been the only show on Disney Plus so far, that I'm like, I need to do this week by week. I need to know what's going on. Uh, everything else I've let pipeline a little bit and then knock out two or three episodes at a time. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be more so the case here. I'm very interested in the implications that this could have, just like WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier did implications not only self-contained in the series, but going forward to the next phase of Marvel mm-hmm. movies. By the way, that Marvel uh, show we did a few weeks ago, uh, you know, talking about that, that's just got me really, I'm thinking about like, there's still a lot to look forward to this year. There's a whole it's lot. It's going to be a strong yeah. second half for them. I'm really excited. Well, and that's another thing that to look forward to is, and I know you're not as much looking forward to it, but you will see The Black Widow. And that comes out in July. July. Yep. And so we might have an episode or so before then, but that is something that's coming up that we will certainly see maybe even in theaters at that time. I would hope so. Speaking of that, uh, you saw A Quiet Place too. Yeah, for anyone, no spoiler, we're not going to get into a full-on no. conversation, but for anyone who's like, oh, should I go see it? Uh, yeah, it's awesome. It takes place right where A Quiet Place leaves off, though they were produced and made at different times and stuff like that. It felt like it was... Like I had a continuity about it, a la Lord of the Rings, how they weren't yeah. three separate movies as far as when they were made. It was just three separate releases, sure. all one big production. It felt like that in mm-hmm. a way. C- incredible movie. Well, I mean, I, I haven't seen it, and it, it's admittingly with everything I've got going on, I'm not going to see it for a little while. But I will see it, and I'm All you got to do is sack up with someone who has the Paramount Network, I guess, now, because it's going to be small screen release. After they give it a little I'm leash of theaters. I'm wondering if I want to see it in the theater, though. Like I, it kind of kind needs of... to be, if, especially if you saw the first one in theaters, which I know you did because I was there with you. Yep. We we won. It, it, there's a bitter, a free bigger popcorn. impact there with. Yeah, especially for a movie that, you know, just like the first one, relies so much on not only appealing to the senses with the special effects, but your ears. Yep. Like, and there's more of that in this movie, and so yeah, just the calm for when you're experiencing the movie through uh, the, the daughter's perspective versus everyone else's and just that mm-hmm. pitch shift that can happen all of a sudden. Awesome movie. Would fully recommend. So we got a handful of things coming up and we can't wait to, you know, experience that and then share that with all of you. Thank you all so much for being a part of the random fandom with Brandon and Brandon. Before we go, I do want to play you one awesome quote, which we don't do every time, but in this case, I do have one that I literally just yesterday saw, and I was like, damn, I am reminded of how good of a quote that is. Not for the first time, though. No, no, not for the first time. For the first time in a long time. Uh, Yes. So um, Emily and I were watching Breaking Bad. She has not seen it. I finally convinced her to watch the season, or watch the, the series. She now loves it. I, of course, love Breaking Bad. So I've seen, I'm seeing this all the way through again, and I'm loving it. And we just got to the episode where this particular quote, which I would say is one of the more famous Synonymous quotes with from show. Breaking Bad. Do you know what would happen if I suddenly decided to stop going into work? A business big enough that it could be listed on the NASDAQ goes belly up. Disappears. It ceases to exist without me. No, you clearly don't know who you're talking to. So let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skyler. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot, and you think that of me? No. I am 
the one who knocks. All right, that's a wrap for the Random Fandom today. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at randomfandomcast at gmail.com. And follow our, all our magical little escapades on our Twitter at randomfandomwbb. And if you like anything you hear, just know that there's more of it in our archive. Where? Right behind you. Go, just go. <laughs> yeah, hit you the know how digital, podcast works. Hit the digital back button. Yeah. And then listen to Digital Underground. Uh-huh. We never got to say RIP to Shock G. Who? The rapper from Digital Underground, Shock G. Oh. The Humpty guy. Okay. RIP Humpty guy. Shock G. Bye. <laughs> Stay geeky. You didn't know he passed away? Uh-huh. Yeah. So let me just introduce myself. My name is Humpty. Pronounced with an umpty. And old ladies, how I like to funk thee. He was awesome. I mean, if you can find three things to rhyme with Humpty, one of them being umpty, <laughs> you must be. How I love to hump thee. <laughs> ladies, I love to hump thee. <laughs> I went to the doctor because I got this lumpy.